man. You were floundering around saying faff all. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creative Top Podcast brought to you by us over at AtoZHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. You threw up six times yesterday. How do you even do that? <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who has the Dawson's Creek theme song for their ringtone. It's Mark. I didn't have either of those two written down. You win the bet. Jack, yeah, so listener, yeah, to let you, you in on a little secret here, we, we <laughs> did an off-air bet before we started that, let's see, Jake bet that the quote he used, or that I used, would be one he had. And Mark yeah. bet that he had could write could predict what either of us said. This is highly confusing for all of our new listeners. Well, what? Mark said something all I had ones to of them. What did you? Well, yeah, what did you? Uh, I thought he was going to go with uh, your nipples are dumb. That's what way. I thought he was going to go with. See? Yeah, in see, a way. See? Yeah, I do have dumb boys. nipples. Oh listener, yeah, you're unpredictable. Yeah, listener, if this is the first episode you're listening to, I'm the one with dumb nipples. <laughs> for those of you unfamiliar with our Crackerjack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it, make stupid bets, have a good time. This week, we watched 2006's Hatchet, which was a Jake pick, and we will dive all the way into that real soon. And when we do, fair warning, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of it. And hey, we do have a Patreon going right now, but we're not where your money should be going, so as it has been for like two years now, all of our Patreon proceeds are going to Feeding America, so you can head over to patreon.com slash horror. Support the show at your level of choosing. Get some cool perks. Know your money's going better somewhere better than our dumb asses. But if you can't swing that right now or don't want to, that's cool. We just need you here hanging out with us, talking about horror, need. having fun. We need, need it. That's what we need. Uh, but do try to do something you can for someone who needs it. Blacklivesmatters.card.co is a good list of resources of ways you can help. And if you need a little escapism, hopefully you can have some fun in the horror world with us for the next little bit. And boys, you know what that means. It's time to do the drunk parts on that score. Let's... Do beers for fears. Hey, Mark. Hi. What are your beers for these fears, buddy? Um, I went with a 10-barrel beer called Nature Calls. This is a mountain IPA. Uh, <laughs> it's quite delicious. But I I mean, the, the, the message here is this is a movie that is taking place in nature. They're in the swamp, not a mountain. They're in a bayou. So, a bayou. Yeah, little bayou, bayou. Little bayou. Not, yeah. not many mountains. Down on the bayou. Down on the bayou. Yeah. But um, this is as good as I can do. Oh, uh, nature, you know. There was another one that I was really tempted to get called the Calabi Stabby. No, Stabby Calabi. Why didn't you get that? Because he doesn't stab anybody. Yeah. yeah. So. He impales some people on various yeah, things. He, yeah, people did get impaled. That's like stabbed, you know. It, it also, it was because that he was one of the, it was a 12% project and it was like seven fifty for a single beer. Oh, probably good. Though. That's, that's oh, a good I'm reason. Sure That'll do it right It was an imperial double IPA. It would have been fantastic. <laughs> well, Mark, what I like fuck? that. I uh, got a beer I've never had before from the uh, Kohola Brewery, which is a Kauai-based, or excuse me, a Maui-based brewery here. Uh, this is the Waterman IPA, because there is a substantial portion Waterman. of this movie where Victor Crowley is hiding out in the murky swamps in the water, reaching up there from grabbing people. He's a regular Waterman throughout a lot substantial of this. Part. He's, he's in the water for maybe... The end. The, the, For the end. I mean, a fraction of a second <laughs> in this movie. Hey, but it's an impactful one, you know? Oh, it yeah. is impactful. He's actually it's not really even in the like, water. The best scares in this are from him reaching up from the water. The best scare, period. There's only one time that happens. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Sure. Jake, how about you? What are you I, uh, I'm drinking an Elysian today. I haven't had an Elysian in a while. I've never seen this one before. It's called Full Contact. It's an Imperial Hazy IPA. This thing's clocking at 8.8%. So I'm thrilled with that, actually. A six-pack of 12-ounce cans of that high-octane beer. Full Contact. I mean, this is a one of the gorier full-throttle slashers we've seen in a while, so I wanted to go with the physical theme. Nice. Update. This is absolutely delicious. It tastes a lot like uh, Ranger um ipa except for it's got like a little bit more of a velvety kind of a creamier finish like ranger or like voodoo ranger like ranger like okay. payette ranger yeah. uh, uh is it still called ranger did no. they change the name is that yeah, what's it called now well i mean rustler, rustler exists. i was thinking of rustler fuck okay. me <laughs> you got your wires crossed from voodoo ranger yeah i sure did because i didn't get voodoo ranger because even though they say voodoo a bunch none of that happens in this movie no it's too bad they would have been good with an extra little voodoo hint. Wonder yeah, if that bu- would have saved it. I, w- <laughs> I wonder if they bust out. Adding, adding voodoo, really would- trying to you know fit voodoo in would have saved it. I wonder if they fit voodoo in in any of the quadrology. I haven't quadrilogy. seen them. <laughs> I haven't seen them. Okay, well, that's <laughs> on you. You're right. But boys, drinking beers and watching Hatchet isn't the only thing we've done in the horror world over the course of the last week. We might have also experienced some other horror shit, so why don't we get to talking about it, starting, of course, with paying up on Lost Beers for Fears. <laughs> is it horror shit or is it horse shit? Horror shit. Okay, just checking. <laughs> also, my dog just opened the door, so there's something. Yeah, it's a ghost. A goat? I'm nice. cueing that sound effect now if I already haven't. <laughs> Mmm, beer. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. What an idiot! You suck, you jackass! All right, I have, uh, less... (laughs) What is with you? You sound confused by what you have. (laughs) I was trying to figure out the right way to phrase it. When I went to go look at... I was watching, like... A few days ago, I was going to go see what HRR movie I have to watch for Losing Beers for Fears. Oh, my God. I said that very wrong. I'm all mixed up. <laughs> yeah. I got He's the time. Frazzled. What is happening? Three minutes into I the, got the you okay? time difference wrong by an hour, <laughs> and so I had no choice but to start drinking an hour early. By two hours. Yeah, but I got it. No, I got it wrong by an hour, and then I lost track of time, and it was an hour earlier than I thought it was. So it's so two I hours. Drinking two hours early. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then we yeah, still yeah, ended up starting late because of some de- technical we're drinking, difficulties. We're, we're starting late enough that Jack has been drinking for two hours. <laughs> yes, that's Fun. what's happened. Okay. There were fewer movies I have on my list of what I have to watch for losing uh, uh, beers for fears than I thought. There is no uh, way that's true. Yeah, dude, you have like, like nine. I'm, I feel like I you know. have movies going back to like July. Well, I have Mandy still on there. That one goes back a Yeah, Jack, I just think you're not scrolling up far enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm definitely scrolling up far enough because the second one is Trucks, uh, which I had to watch because I lost for Joyride. You sure um, did. Yeah, dude, you're not scrolling up far enough. Scroll up until oh, you get to- Oh, is that true? Are yeah. there a bunch above that? Oh, <laughs> yes. shit. Okay. <laughs> you have come, come to Daddy is the earliest one, which you have to watch for Maniac, which I think we reviewed more than a year ago. This seems point. likely. <laughs> anyway, I watched Trucks because I lost for Joyride, and Trucks is the 97 made-for-TV movie adaptation, uh, Stephen King adaptation. It's like a uh, a new iteration of uh, Maximum Overdrive, but directed for TV and not by Stephen King. And hey, this movie sucks. Woo boy, does surprising. this movie suck. That's surprising. I had to pay like three ninety nine to watch it on Amazon, and Jesus Christ, is this a stinker. Oof. This what? is... Tell us, Area- tell us about it, though. Okay. 
a young woman is running a business giving tours of her area near Area 51 to rubes who come in. As she's giving, and then she makes friends with some of the locals, as she's giving one such tour, trucks come alive and kill people. What comes them alive? I, I never explained Area do. 51. It's like the, the vague references to Area 51 is the best explanation Alien presence, I can come then. up with. Uh, yeah, it's not clear, but the trucks develop a mind the of their own. Skis. And not only can they control their engines and electronics, but even just like the physical latches and stuff. Like one guy goes to look at the back of his truck to see what's banging around in there, and the truck locks him in the back of the truck um, by closing the latch. It's in like a sucks. semi-truck? Because I'm yes. picturing a guy getting... No. Lo- okay, that makes more sense. Semi-truck, yep. Not getting locked um, in the back of like a flatbed pickup truck. That you Correct. Can Although my out. truck does have a secret compartment under the truck bed, you can store stuff in. You could get locked in there because I disabled the emergency switch. Well, that's something I would like to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's my interest is a peaked. secret compartment that you can hide stuff in, in which I have disabled the security. So the latch. emergency latch is on the inside of the lid. Right, And so when you close it, if there's stuff that protrudes even a little bit into that emergency switch area, the whole mechanism like breaks the fuck down and you can have to like drill out the whole system because if that emergency switch is like half caught, it won't ever open. So you want to disable that before that can happen and then you can load stuff in there without fear. So is this is this secret compartment like human body sized or like illegal drugs sized? I could fit in it, but it would be very uncomfortable, and I'd have to get big. into a ball. That's a, yeah, sizable. I'm not. Sizable. I'm not. It's you know. Okay, you're not so a small you know, human. listeners, if you're out there keeping score on which one of us might be a murderer, for the for the record, it's closed off with duct tape. So if you're really stuck in there, you can peel off the duct tape. But it's where you keep your tools. <laughs> you need my your tools. tools. My tools. <laughs> I like to bind. I like to be bound. <laughs> Um, I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking Oh, I, I watched trucks. It sucks. Oh, my God. It's also new contender for worst redub of a movie Ooh. ever or worst Ooh. audio. I thought you editing. were going to say ADR. I thought you were going to say it ADR. Yeah. genuinely feels like they rewrote yeah. about I half he was the use lines term. after they filmed it. Yeah. And then just had maybe the same actors and sometimes maybe different actors come in and record entirely new stuff. Also the lead actress, I don't remember her name and I don't want, I'm not going to say her name because I don't need to come in here just to shit on her. It might be the worst perform, the <laughs> worst film performance I've ever seen. There's a part where the guy, Oh, mo- the most famous person in this is the guy who plays Danny Kincannon from uh, the West wing. The, the journalist that CJ falls in love with in the West wing, the West wing, Mark, I thought you were a West wing guy. I'm not wrong. a West wing guy. Who? Okay. I don't know if I know anyone who's a West Wing person. Oh, I know a few. This guy. West Wing people. You are. I love the West Wing. Interesting. I remember it being a good show. I've probably watched like five episodes of it. It's great. It. Yeah, it was great. And it's like good escapism that government works the way you think it does, and that's lovely to think about. And fiction, but you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either way, uh, he's in it. But there's a part where he's telling her like, "You don't seem very scared." And her response is to look deadpan literally at the camera and say, I am scared. And then it cuts away. And then it just cuts away. It's it's a alien. Baffling movie. It sucks. She doesn't appear to be alien. I was reading that people think this is uh better than Maximum Overdrive by like like this has really good reviews on Amazon and I am sh- it is 
That is. I mean, Maximum Overdrive is a fantastic is movie. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I'm it's actually not, offended. I don't know. I know nothing about this movie. I'm offended. It's not even. It's not even fun. It just sucks. It's just really, really sucks. You know so. what is fun? What? Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive is fun. All of so this. That's all I've got. Do all either, of, what's all of this is just driving me toward the conclusion that uh, when we make an inevitable horror short twenty years into our uh, podcasting career. What here's what I want to do. I want all of us to be in it and act in it, and then we're gonna go back and dub over it. Yeah. And each of us are gonna play one of. We're gonna dub over the other person. The like, other people's. I'm lines. gonna I play like Jack. Jack's gonna play Jake. Jake's yep. gonna play me. Yeah. Just to like just to really add that layer of mm-hmm. weirdness. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna add our own little flavor to the other person's oh, persona. Yeah. 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 I'll do I'll do Jack entirely in falsetto. Love I'd it. like the guy. Can I'd like to be played falsetto? by the guy who played Danny falsetto? Kincannon from the West. How do you do like a just a talking in falsetto? You can talk in falsetto. It's like, like a Mickey the, Mouse type thing. The yeah, guy from I Love Mickey. You, Man. The guy who, who plays Boyle <laughs> on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yes, his yes, character. Yes, 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 I, love yes, you, yes. Man, I was very confused. Joe the guy who likes soccer. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have something You're else right. that I had to watch for. Yay, Mark, go. This has been. I don't want to talk about trucks anymore. Um. Listener, as we're recording this, we are close to Valentine's Day. I'm just going to get that timestamp out there right now because me, March. Rude. Um, dude, we've been we doing have, better. We have like three Don't give in the, uh, no credit, no credit, no credit, no credit. We've been, we, we've been doing better. We've um, been doing a lot better. No credit. Thank you very it's much. True. It's very okay. true. For losing holidays, yep. Jake and I collectively have to both watch My Bloody Valentine, either 1981 or 2009. Yep. I have already watched and weighed in on 2009 on this podcast. So I will I, be watching that one in the next three days. So I went back. Are you going to watch it with your lovely significant other? I'm going to try. Okay, cool. Uh, it's a terrible movie. I went back yeah. and watched yeah. the 1981 version of uh, My Bloody Valentine, the Better? original. Better? Better. <sighs> no. Different. Better? Certainly different. I mean, 1980s slashers. Look, there's... <laughs> There's a reason that when Scream came out in the mid '90s, people had declared the slasher genre dead and gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like it's like someone made the original slashers, and then somehow there was a race to the bottom. Not in how can we make a realistic person fight back, but how can we make it? How can we make them fight back less and just make them easier to kill? That was that was weirdly mm. the spiral that things went off into, and. Uh, My Bloody Valentine is a specific example of that. The people in this movie are stupidly easy to kill. Okay. I'm not going to give away much about the contrivance of who the killer is, but sure. like you already said, people you already know, you know, is just a dude. Like you know, yeah. it's just a guy in a mining costume. It's a human. He's walking around. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. he's an ostensibly that, that like a lot less scary. He's an he's an ostensibly like seventy year old guy walking around with a pickaxe. You said you weren't going to give anything away. I said ostensibly. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know what that word means, so joke's on you. <laughs> it it could be a 70-year-old guy. Ah. Uh. Uh, and yet somehow, murder spree across the entire town. I'm willing to give the, the film some, like allowances for him teleporting to like different parts of the of the mine and the town and all this yeah. other stuff where the, where the film's taking place but because yeah. that's just sort of part and parcel of what a slasher does but jesus christ no one even tries to fight back no one no one even like throws a punch they're just like oh you found me okay bye dead now they look at him they're like oh no yeah ah you 
have a flashlight. Oh, no. there, yeah. yeah, there's like a as soon as one guy has a flashlight, the flat the miner's hat flashlight shines on him and he drops his flashlight and his arms <laughs> to his sides. And then he gets the arms to the side, deer in the headlights. Arms to the sides, yeah. then he gets shot in the head with a nail gun. That's a cool. Very formidable villain. It, the other thing I love about old school uh, slashers is that they always seem to have like one set piece that was came like that someone one of the writers came up with while they were exceptionally high on cocaine, awesome. and they were like, "Oh man, wouldn't it be great if a girl was scared by a bunch of clothes falling from the ceiling?" Because that's what happens in this movie, and it wasn't great, was it? <laughs> It wasn't great. Which, there's, there's like a bunch of mining outfits ha- on hangers uh, in, in this room that they're in. I guess it's like the industrial laundry or something okay. like that. Okay. Um, and they all fall to the ground like close to simultaneously, and it scares her. It's a lot of Mark, here's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> you so being, I think you are the, the slasher guy of the podcast. Do you like slashers more than us two guys? 100, he's a slasher guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's definitely uh-huh. a slasher guy. I'm trying to decide if that means you. we would like this more than you or less than you. Like, is it oh, your nuanced less. knowledge? Okay. <laughs> so did I, you like this? For, yeah, for the record, I like watching these shitty <laughs> slashers because they're fun. They're like a fun experiment in how fucking, like, it's, it's performance art. It's there. You're going back in time and seeing a time capsule of how incredibly stupid the writing was at the time. And just like the fact that this is relatively successful and survives to this day to the point where they decided to remake it in 3D, which Jake will weigh in on. Hell (laughs) soon. I will. Uh, Are you getting the 3D glasses? Jake? No, fuck no. Are you you buying a new television that is 3D capable yeah. so that you can... Okay, good. You can get the 3D glasses like next day delivered from Amazon. They gotta cost $2. You have to have a 3D television. I wasn't gonna. No, you don't. Yeah, you, you do. can. Mark, you can rent a version of the like the old school blue-red 3D-ing. I don't think oh, it's yeah, that, that kind of thing. That's not yeah. real 3D. I mean, it's 3D, but it's like... you. Can I have see those. Colors. I'm pretty sure I have those from some past gag you can, we had. You can find a, a th- My Bloody Valentine 3D that is that. I'm... I don't want. Pretty confident. I don't want to do that. I don't want yeah. to. That sounds fun. You could. I mean, you you might want to though, because we could go back and revisit found footage 3D. That's why I have all those glasses. <laughs> oh, is that? <laughs> Fuck. Is that true? I have glasses. Yeah, I got some for that. Definitely. I was like, why do I have these 3D glasses? I know I have them. They're well, in a look box. Look at that. Solving that mysteries. I saw probably not two months ago. I already have those. If you want to watch a footnote in slasher horror. Uh, My Bloody Valentine is available with a Stars subscription, or you can rent it basically anywhere. I rented it on Amazon. Um, question. Yes. Oh boy. How is this as far as a Valentine's Day adjacent movie? It is very heavily Valentine's Day themed. Okay. The uh, the original like story of how this person went mad and terrorized the town was that the mine collapsed while the supervisors and the people who were in charge of safety were at the Valentine's Day dance. And then okay. when he broke out of the uh, insane asylum or whatever, um, he kill- he stole people's hearts and put them in candy boxes and sent them to the various yeah. people of the town. That's great. Okay. Uh, that and that, well. that vibe continues throughout. That, that yeah. ties in really well. Yeah. Um, question. Uh-huh. Is this the best Valentine's Day adjacent horror film you've ever seen? Um, name others. Are you just saying? I don't know. Films I, that specifically the use Valentine's Day, or yeah, just things like, that I would want. So this watch is on from holidays. That's the selection, right? Yeah. Um, I tried to find as many as I could, uh, and I ended up having to pull in. I think like April Fool's Day because I found two versions of this, and then I forget what the other one was that was also Valentine's Day related. If only I had it pulled up still, which I appear to not have. Ah, damn. Uh, 
Yeah. Is May is this your at favorite? all Valentine's Day related? Um, I don't think so. Um, I don't either. I just couldn't. I don't. Quite I don't remember. remember it being related I don't to Valentine's think so. Day. And the the one that actually would do it is the prom. Is I think actually prom the Australian one. Sweet something, whatever that one was called. Well, there's that's also Valentine's? that swim fan esque segment from that's, uh, that's from Valentine's. holidays. Well, right, holidays has the has the Valentine's Day thing. No, that's you're talking pr- about the loved that's ones. That's prom. Is that the loved ones? The Australian thing. Yeah, yeah I thought that, that was whatever. just a prom thing. That's a prom thing, not a Valentine's Day this... thing. But I, I kind of had it in my head that that was. I don't know. Yes, when I'm going to go with yes. Happen? Yes is the answer to this question. Great, it's the okay best best the best, best Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day movie, movie that ever. any that any of the three of us can come up with right now. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I don't even know what the other one was that I put on the poll. Who knows? The world will never know. This it's is impossible. relevant. It's impossible to tell. Hey, Anyways, Jake. That's what I Hi. Thinking. Do you have any lost no. fears for fears to talk Fuck, about? No, Let's it's been less than Q a week. Scatman. It's been okay. Q Scatman. Scatman's world. Go now. Now it's been, talk. It's been less than a week, <laughs> uh, and other things of interest have been happening this week. So I've got nothing. I've been watching the Olympics and a certain music festival that happens here. Release their schedules. I've been diving into that. Fair enough. Is that also safe Choices. to say you have no other horror movies? To no, talk that's about what I am saying. That's okay. why we did it after Scatman Jack. Fair. No, I appreciate that. Um, Mark, why don't you go? I've got a couple to talk about. So I have two things to talk about. Ooh. Uh, first, maybe which, three things. Two more things. Excuse me. Maybe three more things. No, I'm accounting for that. Okay, good. Uh, the first one, which is the thing that Jake is very awkwardly referencing, is that it's I watched. Awkward. I watched. I'm very comfortable. Back rooms, parenthetically found footage, a yeah. short film produced oh, by Kane shit. Pixels. Jack, a movie that goodness Jack gracious still hasn't fucking watched, even though it's only ten minutes long. I forgot. It's <laughs> nine minutes and some odd change. Thank you for that correction. You're welcome. Uh, Mark, yeah, it's, what'd you it's think very about good. It? It's very good. It's extremely good. I would love to know where they shot it because this is very. Clearly made on a shoestring budget by a bunch of maybe high schoolers or I, potentially young I think college. They, I think they pulled it out of some video game engines, man. A lot of it. I mean, maybe. That's my guess. Could could have been done that way. I mean, if so, I, that might be more impressive because it looks really good. It, it does. Like but, I mean, there's it. definitely elements of it that are animated. Like, there's yes. one certain moment that is very obviously animated animated which based. is why which is why it's kind of surprising to me that the rest of it would be animated because it looks better very good yeah yeah based no. on the brief segments i saw of it when i was pulling it to put the link into the the show the parts of it definitely could have been shot in hp's campus in boise <laughs> like i did work campus, in the back rooms you're right it's so big they're like always renovating part of it at any one time and one of the like half built stuff stacks of shit in there could have been where they shot that. I it guess I shouldn't exactly give away like my employer, but... <laughs> and that's... <laughs> we're just dropping little breadcrumbs. You like know, eventually eventually the, the super fans will be able to figure out who we are. Yeah. Um, when Jack runs for county clerk. <laughs> um, Mark, that text message said I'm a yeshuan. <laughs> I mean, how many Jack lawyers could there have been in Boise at one time? Yeah, just Google yeah, Uncle Jack <laughs> lawyer and see what comes Uncle up. Jack. I'm reluctant to say there's one very easy way to figure out everything about me because is bad at so I won't I was about to say you what you could do but I don't need for to being say reluctant that. you were about to say a lot <laughs> yeah, I'm bleeping all this I'm bleeping just, all of it. it's gonna be the solid the 30 second <laughs> his name is Jack Handy let's just get it out there yeah. 100%. And he I has a lot of he has a lot of <laughs> words of wisdom out there on the internet that you can that you can look into. What else do you have to say, Mark? Um yeah, good. Go find it. We'll talk about it again when Jack watches it's it. It's good. Know, in 8 months. Go watch. So or do. you know just 
be a patron of ours because I put my actual home address on the return address for all the shit I sent out for there. I <laughs> like that he's so he's trying to hide it, but he keeps also bringing it. He can't back help up. him. He can't help himself. He's interrupting. Yeah, to, it's, to it's astonishing. I was just remembering more that. Details. I was just remembering. Well, that. it's no longer his home, so Kay. jokes on yes. them. Get us getting us back. Now it's on just track. Aaron Paul's past this home. This is this is why my segment always <laughs> takes the longest. Cousin, because you guys won't shut up about other bullshit while I'm trying to talk. <laughs> Mark, that's the point of the podcast. <laughs> if we don't banter, like, what do we have? It's our angle. Okay. You're talking too slow, you're, Mark. You're, you're leaving you're, gaps yeah, where you're that taking, feel need to be filled. You're taking too long. <laughs> it's, awkward, it's those awkward silences I leave. Okay, to get us back on track, that was Backrooms, parenthetically, found footage. You can find it on YouTube. It's made by Kane Pixels. That's so the channel do. name. So do. Jack, also watch it. It's good. I will. It's 10 minutes They can actually watch it, though. You... I'm Some pulling it up bitch. on YouTube right now no, on, in a not. new tab, and when I click through my tabs, I'll find it there. Lastly, that wasn't a silence. 12-hour <laughs> shift uh, was one that we found on Hulu. You did this one. <clears throat> yes. I remember this. I remember the trailer for this. I was interested in why you would be interested in this. Uh, I We wanted something that was we could fold laundry to. Oh, okay. I am very curious about what type of movie you consider to be laundry folding movie. So something that's dumb and you don't have to like do math in your head to figure out, but you are you are going to be paying attention because it's not like you're going to be so distracted that you're not looking at the television. Uh, like okay, you're, you're inherently not going to have your phone in your hands because so you're you folding need, laundry. You need to be like Mark. invested, but not that invested. So you're watching, no but it is going to be a dumb movie like Congo. No shit, Mark. I was going. I'm Congo's going to great, talk so about yeah. a laundry folding movie for myself. That's oh, the wow. exact way I described one of the things I've talked about. Shit. No That's shit. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Lamisma Onda, Jack and I, Jack and I, Jack Handy. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, 12-Hour Shift is the name of this movie. It, stall, it stars, um, fuck, what's her name? Angela Bettis. I was stuck on Anna Paquin for a second. Angela <laughs> Bettis, this is the second May mention so far of the episode, but Angela Bettis was, she's the lead role in this. She was May. Um, I think, the, uh, I mean, that's largely the only thing I know her from. Okay. Um, does a great job in this. It's it it does it's billed as a dark comedy, and that is accurate. Okay. Um, it's basically about an organ donation ring gone wrong within a hospital. So there's like a cabal of nurses that are conspiring to kill people and steal their organs. They use a runner to take the organs to the gangsters who then sell, who represent, who are a fence for selling the organs on the black market. The runner is extremely dumb, misplaces one of the organs, and that's where all the humor and attention. What kind of, of organ the do they misplace? I believe it was a kidney. I want to say. Yeah. Uh, you know. I have to go back and look. It was definitely no. Actually, come to think of it, it was definitely a kidney because they talk about this later. Okay. Um, soft recommend. It's interesting. It's a some of the performances are fucking weird. Uh, Mick Foley is in this movie. The that Mick Foley, the one you're thinking of, yes, he <laughs> is in this movie. My my brain is flatlining. So uh, the wrestler help? known as Mankind. Oh okay. Yeah yeah okay yeah yep. Uh, Hell in a Cell. If I had that <laughs> okay. if I had that copy pasta memorized, I'd recite it right now. Some about cool. being thrown onto a table. Um, <laughs> okay great. So and and you know as you might expect. Not great performances <laughs> from from that side of the table. Sure, but the core the core group that is like the main thrust of this movie does a pretty good job. Okay, it's an interesting it's an interesting plot that we haven't seen much of, um, and the setting of a hospital is something that we haven't really gone to that frequently. So it is unique and funny at times. It's a good laundry folding movie, not the best, but it's good. It's on Hulu. 
So if you have Hulu and you've fired through all the other shit that they have on there, they actually have a pretty deep <laughs> horror catalog. If you've so. reached the end of Hulu. <laughs> uh, it's not hard. <laughs> um, you know, give it a watch. If you've reached the end of Hulu, then you've already watched this, so I don't know what the point of that was. But if you've almost reached the bottom of Hulu, this is probably one of the ones that is left. Okay, Jack. I like it. The softest Yeah, but I got two to talk about. I'll the start one with... time that I actually leave a silence and you don't take it from me. You don't leave any. You don't. Yeah, I wasn't interesting. Enough. We left it there for comedic effect. Yeah. Okay. Come See, on. we we comment on the things that are interesting. You just always do the thing I don't want you to do. That's the comedy here. That is be. the comedy here. Hmm. I watched Mark my laundry folding movie started <laughs> as something I started watching when I was playing uh, the new Pokemon game. I figured notably not laundry. That's uh, not no, laundry. Notably not, but. As I was watching it, I was so interested in it that it couldn't be a Pokemon background <laughs> thing because it's okay. interesting enough, but uh, it's a perfect laundry movie. I watched Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, a Jesus. history of folk horror. Did you get all the way through it? Uh, yes, you can be honest. I fell asleep sometimes. I, so got, no. I got two and a half that thing hours is so in, fucking, which means isn't I'm it, only isn't six, it three like, and a half hours long. Isn't it yeah. really good, but just way too long? Absolutely. Yeah. It's fascinating, and it's great yeah. to have on when I do laundry or sure. cooking or other stuff. I I recommended splitting it up. Yeah, for you okay. did. And I did split it up. Okay. It's just sometimes With after naps. I finished folding laundry, I would like fall asleep while <laughs> it's still on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I split it up with uh, you know sporadic bits of unconsciousness. Yeah, you know. It worked <laughs> exactly. out great that way. They were exactly. forced upon me. But it's also a really good one to have on while I was like cooking. You know, I made like sure. a curry that took a couple hours to cook, and it was a great one to have on in the background while I was making a curry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it's really fast. It's a great compendium of information that really I didn't is. know before. It like, really it's is wonderful. It's just a very hard thing to like commit to. <laughs> yeah, if you're a horror fan and you like documentaries, it's a good one. Is it on Shutter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's on Shutter. It's a Shutter exclusive. Yeah. If you if you uh, if you're really interested in whole, full core and you need to make a curry that's going to take a couple hours, couldn't recommend it more highly. Yep. Uh, very fascinating. Interesting that it's like essentially started with the Wicker Man, right? That that kind of yep. era. Like you talked about this, Jake. Like it could go back forever if you wanted to. Yeah, so it's it, a slippery it's slope. Interesting to that, see where so they. Yeah, I understand. The I was yeah. happy with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The other one. This is another Shutter exclusive. A, a row. R O H. Raw. Row. I don't know how to pronounce Ro. it. It would definitely it's be row. Malaysian film. Um. Oh. In well, and the whole thing is in the Malay language. Um, I think that's the Malay language word for soul. I'm given to understand. Okay. Uh, but this, I mean, this, folklore, but folklore, that's like, this is a folkloric, right? Malaysian folklore horror. Um, and holy shit, I liked this movie. There's a lot of words really that weird. sound similar. <laughs> yeah, he's spitting a verse over so here. So where did, okay, you really, you're, okay, sorry to jump all over your spot. You really liked this. Really, really liked it, yeah. Where did you find it, first and foremost? It's on Shutter. I only saw it because it was on the newly added to Shutter like real feature thing on those bastards. And holy shit, I really liked this movie. Okay, I hadn't heard um, of it before. I don't know if we ever had it on HRR. I don't think we did. No. Nope. Provide a conceit, um, por favor. So, I this is a movie. I think it's set in the past. If it isn't set in the past, it's about people who are so fucking rural they are entirely off the grid and like self-sustaining. Okay. I think it's in the past. I don't know how much of Malaysia is like entirely off grid at this point, but so I think it's in the past. Yeah. This okay. is a a widowed mother and her two sons live in this life. Like they don't live in a village, they live in a shack in the woods. And the sons, like weird stuff starts to happen. The first one being that her sons are out looking for food and they find a deer that's like hanging from a, a Y branch by its neck 
uh, and then shit starts to get weirder and stuff goes awry, and I don't want to spoil so it. So people get fucked with in the woods. It is a very much a people getting fucked within the woods story. Huh. Like it's their home, but it's also, also bringing the woods. In people, yeah, getting fucked within the woods. Yeah, really, and it's got a lot of that kind of elements of people getting fucked within the woods. Like there's a part where they there's a an incident, and when and you don't even notice, but when all that shit calms down, there's these like really strange shaped rocks that are everywhere in what you would call their yard. I guess like there's a bunch of shit yep. like that. This says really frightening in that way it is wild how quickly immediately and hard you relate to the characters who are living in a shack in the past and speaking the malay language like it's really they do a really good job of just like here's what the stakes are they happen fast and let's go yeah interesting okay i have to check this one out recommend this movie very highly to you jake and mark also to you um it's not quite as much up your alley but you would like it it's a really well done movie and i think it uses i think the the iblis ibli uh which is like i think um uh in uh uh like in the quran is a demon a kind of demon or the devil i don't i don't really have a full grasp on that but that's the folkloric creature they're playing with i think okay I'm not familiar with it at all, so it'll be Saying it's vaguely supernatural isn't spoiling anything. It'll be an interesting lookup. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. interested in this. I will say uh, I was almost sucked into Impetigore talking about oh, yeah. East Asian movies. I've been on close to click and play on that before. I So it was on the it was on Shutter TV when I turned it on, and it was a very interesting scene about a toll booth. Uh, I'm not going to talk more about it, but I, I was sucked. I watched like about 10 minutes of it. Oh, God, that's a lot, actually. I was, yeah, it was a good scene, and then I had other things to watch. I can't remember which one we were pulling up. For Shutter TV one, is... I think that was for Ginger Snaps. I think that so was before Ginger Snaps. So much about Shutter is so fucking good. We Shutter's, are not sponsored by Shutter. Yes, Shutter's great. Shutter, wink. But what baffles me, us. Jake? I independently texted you this the other day. It's shocking how good their app is and like yeah. how shitty HBO's app is to watch. Yeah. Shit I am. On. Conti- I continue to be baffled by how exceptionally bad HBO's app is. Yeah, I, I mean, like Hulu's kind of sucks too, especially Hulu's compared to fine. Shutter's. They must, I mean, HBO isn't fucking around. They must know that not enough people care about how bad their app is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they got, they got and big to their app point, energy. I yeah. don't. I'm still, I still have HBO. Yeah, exactly. And you guys exactly. still have my HBO login, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but I notably have never used the app. That's a lie. No, that's not a lie. Never mind. I watched Ted Lasso on Apple because that's where that existed. I, I do like, I do like this precedent of saying something and then immediately saying, confidently that's a lie my brain is completely fucking broken (laughs) speaking of is that your last thing because i want you to come back to me because i actually do have something to discuss but so row it's on shutter roh it's very good i highly recommend it i'm gonna check it out this is gonna be super short because it's not a horror movie or really much but i do want to discuss it just really briefly we've talked about this in a separate chat but i think it's it's worth mentioning like I said, our local music festival, Tree Fort, came out with their schedule this week. One of the bands that's performing, they're called Mercury Rev. They're Oh yeah. They were primarily, you know, like a nineties thing. They're a highly cinematic band. Pretty cool. They have two sets lined up. One is a normal set. Another is is at the Egyptian Theater, which is an old movie theater. It's actually where we've gone to the Idaho Horror Film Festival in the past. And what they are doing, they, I, they have a history of doing this. I actually went on YouTube. You can see one performance that I was able to find of them doing this thing. Uh, they call it Mercury Rev's 
clear light ensemble. And what they do, at least this iteration, is they are going to screen Carnival of Souls and they are going to <laughs> improv a score live to the screening of the film, which is fucking cool, first and foremost. Secondly, they're bringing in members of a bunch of other bands that are performing at Treefort, which is additionally cool. And third, I think it's just super interesting because, notably for Patreon members, Jack <laughs> has done fully work to that movie. It just screams the need for some sort of additional oomph Apparently, on the audio you side. Just get that, yeah, when you I, watch it. I saw that and laughed out loud for probably five minutes. I <laughs> I need to see this, and it is it's such a bad time slot. I'm distraught, but uh, my god, that was an awesome thing to see show up. So maybe we'll report back cool having thing. seen it. Maybe we won't. I don't know, but I am going to mention it. I like it. I like yeah. it very much. That's all. That's all. That's I all. do want to see. It is opposite Shannon and the Clams, which is like my They're number two. Of not, the show. but it's their second set, and you're going to be able to see them opposite nothing on first day. Okay, this I is will irrelevant. Have you two going into your tree fort schedules that will take five hours? We're going to the feature presentation <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> Over at ADCHorror.com this week, we watched 2006's Hatchet. Now, Jake, you picked this movie. Uh, let yeah. us in on why. Uh, Jack, you and I, I've seen this once before. We're going to kind of tie that into, like, what's our history with this. It's That's, that's kind it. yep. of why. Uh, <laughs> no, like, we're going to tie it in what? more than normal. We're not going to, like, split the Oh, we're going to tie this in hard. Uh, Jack and I watched this together when we, it was, like, one of the first years that we were doing the whole, like, October Let's Watch Horror Movies thing. Yeah. And for new I'm trying to pinpoint this. This would have been like in undergrad. Jake and I every October would watch at least one horror movie like every night in the nights leading up to Halloween. Yeah, so it couldn't have been this that long after we after it came out that we watched this one. Yeah, because we went to college in 07. Halloween of 07 was it college? Yeah, that would have been the first year. I don't know if we did it that year. It might have been 08, the first year that we did it. Regardless, uh, it was. Fairly close to when this movie actually came out. I haven't seen it since, but I remember enjoying my time with it, and I wanted to revisit it, especially because we've seen more of the work that Adam Green's put out. Uh, so I just, you know, needed to throw it on there. Plus, it's a slasher that I remember being really fun. Like, let's get some levity on the podcast, especially after his house. Absolutely. And Jake's good change of pace. Yes. What I remember from it, and I think we'll flesh this out a lot more in the actual podcast, in the actual discussion of it, but yeah. is that it's for people who we were we liked horror a lot but we weren't obviously as deep as we are now but for people who are kind of into it it's got a lot of nods and in jokes and references to the horror world yeah like, stuff that i might i wouldn't have gotten all of them back definitely then. not but yeah. you get enough of them because yeah. that's what i remember about this like it being yeah. a fun oh yeah for sure i mean there are a bunch of cameos that it's like obvious even if you're like kind of a fan but not a super fan um yeah. but yeah there's a ton of stuff in here it's a love letter for sure yeah, and that's I I've seen it that one time you and I watched it together, haven't seen it since. Mark, yeah. what about you, buddy? Um <clears throat> never seen it, which is interesting because it I is. do own a fully legally obtained copy of the duology <laughs> that was ripped from the Pirate Bay. Whoa, uh, <laughs> whoa, what? <laughs> what? I don't know anything legally about it. Legally ripped from the Pirate Bay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got the express written consent from the person who I was torrenting it from. Uh <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> this look, this movie came out. It seem it's seemingly shot entirely on digital and set right in the fucking middle of when torrenting was huge. 
big. This yeah. was peak tour in 2007, 2008, 2000. Yeah. Like, oh boy. So I have on a hard drive somewhere, maybe still. I actually don't even know. It might be on that hard drive right there. Um, the Hatchet Duology and Standard Def, which is, I think, the same exact version that I paid $1.99 to stream uh, on Amazon. Yeah, and by the way, we I, I can't let you skate by without talking about it, Mark. I did one ninety nine for standard def? I watched. I almost fuck, unwatchable. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! I wrote it. My first note was I watched this in SD because I'm hard. <laughs> I oh no 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 guys guys guys! You watch this in SD because HD isn't available. I saw I saw rent in what I saw the two options were yeah rent in standard def buy in HD for I saw five ninety nine. Those were the two. That's options. what it showed me. Oh well, then that's not because you're hard. It's because you didn't want to spend six dollars. No, it's I'm hard. He's hard. <laughs> so hard. I I I don't think that there was an HD option available, and I think I it's kind of enjoyed my viewing of this in was, SD. I think it was shot in digital and on a camera that was shitty enough to <laughs> shoot in HD in 2000. I'm actually kind of pissed off. Because I don't ne- I don't know if there's like a true HD version of this out there. I I am completely talking out of my ass right now, listener. I you are probably wrong. Uh, that's wrong. usually my mo. Yeah, but you're I'm just wrong. gonna go ahead and say it. I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that I might have this on a hard drive somewhere, too. I think this is, like, an extremely torrented movie. Yeah, for sure. Highly, uh, highly torrented. It's one of those movies that, like, Well, then I needed to pay Mark, I owe you an apology, buddy. I've gone back to Amazon and clicked on more purchase options, and it was buy in SD. It was buy in SD. Yep. That's what I'm saying. I think it, it, it is only available it in SD. Exist. It, was that a choice? Where, where, this is not the place to get into this. It's not. I mean, in 2007, it's not. HD was pretty hard to come by, and you were using digital film. So if you didn't shoot on regular film, which would have been cheaper anyway, like shooting digitally would have been cheaper. Yeah, you'd probably only have a 480p version of this movie. We just oh, God, dude, we I gotta, just, we cannot wait to dive I, in. We gotta. I, I just God. watched Ghosts of Mars in HD. Yeah, John, yeah they John shot Carpenter's that was a biggest enormous movie fucking ever. movie. Yeah. Was it the biggest ever? I disagree. I think it's his biggest budget. Absolutely no fucking. Uh, That's probably his biggest budget. That budget was huge. We're getting way too trivial with this. I don't like trivia. You want to know the first? You want to know the first movie that was ever shot entirely in digital? No. Uh, Isn't it? um, The last broadcast. No, it's Collateral. Collateral. Yeah, the Jamie Foxx. What was the last broadcast? Collateral's so innovative. Oh, it's just I guess like among the first found footage. I think he did something else. It was like the first. The last broadcast was the first of something. First in commerce. <laughs> first in commerce. 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's going to start no, with Jake. No, no, hold on. Oh. oh, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah that does that. happen next. I, I heard what Jack was trying to do. <laughs> I promise I was going to sacrifice myself. We're an hour. I've been drinking for three hours at this point. <laughs> Jake, There's go. no way we're an hour in, is there? 45 40, minutes. 43 minutes. Yeah, we'll cut it. It's fine. Oh, shit. Am I on the clock there's, already? There's a lot of garbage. There's a lot of garbage we're going to cut. Ah, it's garbage anyway, man. <laughs> Have you listened to the podcast? Ginger Snaps was fun. Am I already on? <laughs> no. Yeah, you got four seconds left, so hurry the fuck up. I might know. be able to do this in four it's seconds. It's going to start when you start. A group of dudes are in New Orleans for Mardi Gras. One of them's all sad because he got dumped and he wants to go off and do like a ghost tour. He gets one of his boys to come with him. They get out there in the swamp, hear a story about kind of your prototypical slasher villain. He died in a fire, and his dad was all sad and got a he, he, whatever. He's he may he may be out there. Turns out he is, and he brutally, catastrophically murders everyone on screen for the next I don't know forty five minutes of the film, and then it just ends. Oh, kind of a cliffhanger, <laughs> I guess. Spurs a sequel. Time. <laughs>
three sequels. Yeah. I mean, you got it. This movie cost one and a half million dollars to make. It made two hundred thousand dollars, and it had three sequels. The, box, yeah. office. box office. Yeah, this box is, office. This is this is a. I don't know. Yeah, this cult classic. This, this came out in like, like one theater. Yeah. <laughs> this this was a limited release, hundred percent. It's very clearly not shot to be released in theater. Could yeah. you imagine watching no. this on the big screen? No, this is no, also. No, it looks so bad. <laughs> this is a love letter, dude. It needed to look bad. Fair enough. We're yeah. not. It didn't in that need to look yet. bad. It did. You didn't miss any. Major I don't think it did look bad, to be honest. Well, that's just wrong. Bad can be good. good can I might be bad. have gone more into the uh, guy was lying about how good a tour guide he I don't was. Need to and do they that get in a 30 second and... Ah, man. You were floundering around saying faff all. I think I said what I needed to say. <laughs> you did You did really hit catastrophically. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. One of Honestly, one of the best. One of the best 30 second plot synopses ever. There you go. Really? Really? Wow. really? I, mean, I am blown away. Also, I don't care. <laughs> That's We're it. talking about what in the fuck subgenre? This is the end of the podcast. This, movie fits <laughs> yeah. this is the last episode. This is the last now that we have, now that we have the slasher. best thirty-second plot synopsis out of the way, Jack, what the fuck did you just say? He said slasher. It's a slasher. Thank God. Yep. I'm listening to you, Jack, but I am talking over you. I it's it's been like that for a couple weeks now. How do you? How does it feel to be on the other side of the you're in another room and we're in another room dynamic? What? The, Forever, you time, guys. Fine. You two used to be in a room together, and I was the one calling. I feel like in. we're reaching even split levels of where we all used to be in separate rooms, and yeah, then probably. Jack and I were in the same room, and now you and I. I mean, are Jack and I have never really been in the same room yeah. while talking to you. Well, I need to move away, and Jack needs to move back. That's the next plan. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. probably, I probably am moving back at some point, or just move back, and then me and Jack will record at his house, and you have to stay at yours. Like, I mean, that would be, be how it would go. I am the least favorite, so yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, it's just a slasher. Yes, <laughs> that's about it. I don't know. You, you, yeah. You might be able to say comedy, but trees. I mean, trees. it's Swamp. trying to be a comedy. It's just not very funny. <laughs> I, I disagree. Actually, one of my let's get to what the movie does right. What the What's movie the does movie right, right. It's pretty damn funny. Well, Ooh. okay. Ooh. Most of the intended comedy is coming from a lot of really misogynistic stuff from the two porn actors. Can we get to that later? But yeah. it's funny though, Jack. And also, I disagree with that. A lot of the humor is coming from the dynamic between uh, the main two characters, whose names I don't have written down. But, but like the daughter and the guy. No, 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 no. no, no he's no, talking about is... Joel David Moore. Yes. Who is who he was in everything? Well, he's in like four ben. movies at that time. Ben and Marcus. Ben and Marcus and ben. Marcus. Who I don't know the actor's name. Um. Yeah, Joel David Moore, who everybody knows uh, from Grandma's Boy, the other movie yes. that everyone fucking torrented at the time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is the era of torrented movies that have aged poorly. I feel like Grandma's Boy would be pretty fun. You think that would still be fun? I mean, last week I, I talked mean, about... I mean, not that it wouldn't be fun, sh- sorry, but Two like, weeks ago I talked about Shallow Hal being a fun yeah, movie. Yeah, I think, I think the, I elements, the elements of these movies that like make them fun or funny, those pieces have, ex- have aged exceptionally poorly, which we will get into. I think Joel David Moore's delivery is... Quite entertaining in everything he does. His line, his line he's, of like, I have sex like all the time. He stands apart from the other actors in this movie to me. He is like, so much better. His ability <laughs> is on another level, which is a bit odd. But I do agree with you. I would. Uh, well, his dynamic with Dion Richmond, who plays his buddy Marcus, yeah, is all is quite good. Marcus has some of the best lines in this entire movie. Okay. He also has some of the cringiest, like most forced lines in the entire movie. Sure, so but it's that's a, bit a writing of a aspect. 
Yeah, he's asked to do a like he's asked to kind of be the jester in a way. And I don't sure. I don't yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, think yeah, yeah. that's an easy role to pull off because it's just like you the, the director keeps prodding no, it's probably not the director, I don't know. Someone keeps prodding him saying, like, hey, you be funny. Keep keep hey, make it more punchy. Can the you, director can you, this is Adam Green. Can you tell some more jokes? Hey, tell some more jokes, buddy. So I mean I that's hard. Like but to... for I mean, fifty percent of them land, thirty percent, twenty five percent. Stop me when I hit it. Fifteen percent, ten percent. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I didn't I think, think this movie was all that funny. I, d- I wouldn't have put comedy in what the movie does right. Uh, the I was I, on the fence with it, so I think the fact that I was well, am I the tiebreaker? Let me tell. Let me let me pitch one more argument. Richard Reel's involvement pretty damn funny. His, his the especially the joke of the one the guy the director being like, "Have you ever heard of Bayou Beavers?" And he's like, "Yeah, no." That was that was that well, got a good old fuck you no fuck you because he you, is hilarious. Fuck you. That oh, got fuck a belly you. laugh out of both me and my wife. You suck. Here's the thing: you I talk suck. in a Wisconsin accent all the time, and now you have a character that <laughs> speaks in that same and you're way. Not doing and it. you're not doing it. That's not that's not Wisconsin, man. He's lower than that. That's Iowa, maybe. It is still a it is an identifiable Midwestern accent that has that same quality. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Unbelievable. <laughs> But this movie a has a lot of humor. Most of it's in the first half. Most of it's in the first quarter, really. Yeah, yeah. So I the, thought it was funny. What I thought you it wanted was to lead movie. with was that it's funny. I uh, yeah. I, it's it was a, it's an entertaining romp that is tight, and I really like the kills. I think those were still quite enjoyable. From a very stupid. The, the kills are standpoint. are slapstick, definitely. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, great comedy. Yeah, like, I won him over. Jack, okay. suck it. You You're talking. It's. No. I mean, they're sucking. The they are. Me they, I mean, they, right. it, that is borderline splat stick. If we're talking about what that is, yes, like, that's not borderline. In what world is this slapstick, but not splat stick? Well, I think it's borderline slapstick, but it's a horror movie that's splat stick, relying on gore, so therefore splat stick. Okay, so splat stick goes into the thing we just blew by. Because I yeah, not it does. It's splat. I'll I'll give it splat stick. Yeah, it's fine. Cool. Sure. There's like not enough. I don't know. There's not enough. It's eh, whatever. Yes, I will say I, I agree with you. There are not enough scenes of that fun gore. Yeah, to sustain well, the it's, whole it's movie. It's like it's like well, they eh, they made it for like because it's extremely like shoelace budget. They made it for a million dollars. Yeah, they had to have so much fun with the props, man. Yes, the, this movie had to be so fun to make. Yeah, it does seem like a blast. Jesus. Yeah, well, I mean they the, might have the they might have made the three other sequels <laughs> yeah. just because it was a blast. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, something else I will want I do want to say about this for a movie of its caliber, pretty solid cast. We've already mentioned quite a few people. Uh, well, I mean, let's just get I, what it does right is all of the nods that are through uh, cameo appearances. Yep, Kane Hodder coming in as Victor Crowley's dad, the guy who accidentally killed him, and as Victor Crowley. Yeah, he's and, Victor and Crowley. As Victor Crowley. Yeah, uh, Tony Todd. Very strange cameo performance. He has a star painted on his eye, but I fucking loved it. That was yeah. honestly, that's funny in and of itself. That whole scene was great because he's not giving any tours. That's just like his lounge wear. That's how he dresses yeah. to just walk <laughs> to around. Ten, the yeah, house. to tend to his birds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a. You gotta have the uh, the star painted on your eye because your birds are gonna uh, peck at you. I, you know? I that that actually was. I mean, this keeps going further and further into the comedy, right? There's that a was, lot of comedy. That was a really movie. funny scene too, right? Because he's like, I don't get. He it tells was. like kind of the whole spooky. He leads into it in a spooky way, but 
but it's like insurance. He sued me for negligence. insurance, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Spoiler but also, thing. Joel Murray is is a weird guy to come out of this and have like probably the most successful acting career following this. He played Fred Rumson on Mad Men. Madman. Madman. I see. I'm unfamiliar with him. He's the guy who plays the uh, porn director, and I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. I, yeah, I mean, he's he's been a character actor in a ton of stuff, but his most famous role is on Mad Men. Bayou Beavers, man. Hmm. He was he was a pretty major character on the Launching first like, four seasons of Mad Men. Jack departed from the cameo appearances, but we also had England in the uh, or the cold open, if you want to call it that. Robert England was in there, uh, yeah. and so was Josh Leonard. That was the two. Remind me, so so I did see that Robert England was in this, and then I, yeah. it, it never registered. The opening with me who scene he was. was Robert England is the dad, and Josh Leonard is the son on the boat. He's the guy who gets killed, yeah. Oh, that was Robert England. I mean, yeah. I wasn't paying that close of attention. No shit, dude. It was highly identifiably Robert England. This is where, you know you know how in high school you get like a pop quiz every once in a while and you just fucking fail? <laughs> that was this. Fine. That was this. I, yep. I thought it was more, I thought it was going to be more interesting to maybe get you on the whole Josh Leonard thing, but no. I'm. I mean, I. If you fully miss a, a Robert England sighting, I that's that's pro- problem. It's You're a right. problem. That's it's problem. That's not okay. I for truly this podcast. apologize. It was dark and he wasn't like the focus, but I get you. Ah, you want to talk about Josh Leonard though? I mean, he was there. He said that the crocodile, what she almost bit his ball. I don't know. He had like two lines. Sack. Was, I think uh, sack. Sack. Yeah. He almost, yeah. She. She almost he bit apparent- my sack. This was going to come up in nitpicks, but he apparently took his entire testicles out of his fly to pee. That's a move. That's. I mean, that's a hell maybe, of a move. Maybe when it's that humid, you just have to air them out more, man. It's I mean, like that a makes tactic sense. you employ because... It, is it a pants thing? Like... Maybe it's like button flies all the way down, and they just sort of like flop out. Why do you think that having the button fly would make it easier... Because you undo one, you got to undo a button in order to get it out, and then and then like if you do, there's like a lot more that it's not a zipper where it's a choose your own. But the buttons type get easier to undo the yeah, more you yeah, undo hold the on. buttons. A zipper is much more choose your own than buttons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The zipper, the zipper, you go down until you need it to stop. The button, you just undo a button and boom, it's like four inches right there. But the zipper, so you go all the way down because you just go all the way down. Each time you undo a button, you have to a undo button fly button. is not like a button. It's like five buttons. Sometimes. Sometimes it's a button. Do you have like a single button it's fly? It's never like one button unless you're wearing like an old-timey cartoon long johns. Actually, I actually think I do have a single button fly. This is preposterous. With dude. actual pants you'd wear out of the house? But they're capris. You, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> the podcast just became about something else here. <laughs> Listener, you're going to have to bear with us because Mark? what? <laughs> Say more? I, I don't know if I still have this pair of pants, but I had a very long pair of shorts. They were of the of the 2000s. <laughs> Oh, so it was perfect for this movie. <laughs> I had a long pair of shorts that I think were from American Eagle uh, that were like... I know exactly what you're talking about. They were red, and they had like... Not tropical, but like... Honestly, it would have fit in really well in the bayou. It was like palm trees and like dudes just like laying in hammocks and stuff like On that. On the shorts? On the shorts. It was what a pattern. the fuck? A pattern. Uh, and they came down to <laughs> below my calf. Below your calf. So these are not these are not shorts. These are high water pants. These, yeah, he these called are, them capris. These, yeah, I mean they're capris. Uh, and then the bottom, just to add another text, some more texture to this, uh, they were frayed. Uh, and so, a button fly dude, with I, one button. The thing that the thing that I fucking hate is we're still we're still in what the movie does right, 
And I, I am. This is the perfect transition to thing that I hate the most about this movie, which is that the the late the turn of the millennium to the mid to late aughts might be the gener like the time period of the U.S. that has aged the most poorly. <laughs> yeah, we were really aggressive about the race. We grew up at the worst possible time, didn't we? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, we did. And the misogyny that was also and those bad. capris with one fucking button. Well, that was with probably the least of everybody's problem. I, I don't had think a they had one I do. What didn't have any belt loops? It had a drawstring. So. Jesus Christ! This it doesn't sound like worse. they were pants. I don't think. I don't. I don't know if I believe you. Do you still have them? I I let in with I don't think I still have these. They oh. might be in my parents in my old house. You know what you need to do? There. Find them. If we ever do a live show, you know what you need to wear. Well, look, if I still had them, I'd wear them all the time. They were we very need to execute a bet before Tree Fort, and you need to lose that bet because I'm gonna make you wear those fuckers. <laughs> I would look. I would wear them without losing a bet. If I still had them, I haven't. I haven't grown that much since I've, I've grown quite a lot since high school. Actually, I've gotten very fat. <laughs> I weighed 170 huh. pounds when I graduated from high school. Dude, I weighed like 135. <laughs> and I've gotten smaller. <laughs> cool. Good for you. I'm not demonstrably different. I, I could wear the same clothes. Let's just make the rest of this podcast about the changes to our bodies over the last 10 years, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Keep going, so, bud. 70 15. pounds. <laughs> no, whatever. We're getting back on the rails. What else does this movie do right? I think I'm the only one who's talked so far. So no, that's objectively horseshit. <laughs> you just talked for a long time sorry, about that's your caprice. Horror shit. Horror shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, yes. The I think the, I think that all of the cameos are a tremendous. We haven't talked about nod. the practical effects kills yet. A little bit. We said this movie would be super fun to make, but we could go wax poetic about them. Let's do because There's, that is almost what the movie does the most right. Is those kills is. are so fun. That's what this is. I mean, this is like a campy love letter to slashers of yore but done in the way that felt to at least the director i would assume modern at the time uh you still had like shoestring budget let's do it as a like you know labor of love type kills you have stuff that looks objectively terrible but also really endearing in a way if like if you're a horror fan you know what that means right people getting hacked to bits with things that are obviously not their bodies if you like that this is right up your alley like your heart just skips a beat when you see it because you're so in love adam green wanted to do all of it in camera i'm pretty sure is how they did all this the only cg that was used throughout the entire filming was to remove wires and okay like the dangly stuff yeah pretty rad um yeah pretty I mean, it also rad. speaks to how he got all these cameos in the movie right like this is an unknown yeah. filmmaker like who's i think love for the genre and for all the things to which he's paying homage like pervaded so much and like oozed through such that you know Kane Hodder Robert Englund and all of all everyone we talked about wanted was happy to come do a cameo in it yeah and or I don't know be these... in it in Kane I do case. I do want to know about Adam Green's relationship with Kane Hodder since That's he also showed up in they uh, became boys it feels like in uh Marrow yeah well, he was in that tv show Digging Adam Green's Marrow. tv show for a lot right yeah he was in yeah that. Uh, they they were I don't know what their history is, but they clearly like working together. Yeah, I mean well, Adam I, Green is a big time director in horror, and you it's fun to go back and see the origins, basically. Yeah, and so clearly like that. something about the script or his delivery of it or something convinced everyone that like this is a legit love letter to horror. I should be yeah, because this this is basically his first project, right? I, I, mean, I don't know that it's one. like objectively his first. Someone project, in the background, but... or maybe I can do it while you guys chit chat. I'll just I'll go back and review adam green's filmography and tell yeah. you 
well and, and like along with that love for it like i think the the scene in the boat at the end of the movie is like such an obvious homage to friday the 13th like it's pretty sure. great it's and, and all there's a lot of those kind of scenes that are just so evocative of classic horror stuff yeah you know? i mean i do like how at the end of the film though so like friday the 13th you have jason coming up out of the water but here it's turned on its head right Yes. Like she's dragged under the water with whatever the hell it is, and and she gets the extension of the hand from, I don't know the name of any goddamn Ben, it's from hard his to know. his character, but it's actually, uh, it's actually his 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 arm has been ripped off, and <laughs> yeah. surprise, uh, I think that that's just hilarious, and if if you're a horror fan, you're gonna be giggling at it for sure. And Mark, to your earlier point, uh, it looks like the only thing of note Adam Green did before Hatchet was a romantic comedy a light-hearted romantic comedy called coffee and donuts in so. which adam green played adam steve dewitt played steve and the <laughs> fifth highest billed character is a cat named axel rose the cat hell so yeah go. so this is <laughs> axel the cat thing. yeah so this was his first i'm just gonna go ahead and say this this was yeah. his first big project and he meaning. somehow managed to pull some pretty heavy punches yeah with really cool all these cameos so. that's a weird way to say that but i understand what you meant he pulled the punches. He pulled them. So they weren't they were they didn't land, I guess. I don't get it. Uh well when you pull a punch, it's it's a theatrical like fighting term. You pull the punch and you don't actually No, Jake understood it. why the phrasing you initially used was confusing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I thought he was just thrown for a loop. No. I mean less of a loop than a reasonable a reasonable loop, not the extent to which you assumed that the loop was thrown. Guys, it's not I don't think it's a fair expectation for me to discern what type of confusion Jake is experiencing. Fair. That's very fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say that's fair. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad we got that. Well, no, we're all on the same page. Mark. I misdiagnosed the type of confusion, and that is 100% on Jake. Yeah. Though. I'm kind of out of stuff the movie does hard right, to be honest with you. That's totally fine. <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> it's funny, and it's a love letter, and it's lovable because okay. of that. And I and you guys brought me around. It up is fun. Jack. You guys brought me around. Yes, it's lovable. It is. Lovable. You don't sleep with itchy. There are elements of this movie Jack. that age horrendously, but it's lovable. Christ, yeah. It's. Well, do it's, we have anything that does middle? It's hearts in the right place, buddy. <laughs> um, the one thing I had in does middle is the Mr. Sean's fake tour guide voice is. So much. It's the appropriate choice for the character in the movie, but it gets boring. It gets tiresome after. Well, 45 seconds. And, and also, then sometimes he slips back into it even after he's given up the charade. It is so much. It's so confusing. Also, that character is a dense thing to unpack. Yeah. I truly don't know if it's if the movie is racist or if the guy playing the character is racist. What do you mean? One of them is definitely racist. It can be I, both. It could be like Randy Newman's concept album about the South where he says the N-word a whole bunch of times, but <laughs> he's doing it from the perspective of a racist northerner who thinks he's Why do you think it'd be the guy? Southerners. Okay, so here's what I can't I tell. I thought it was just the movie. Here's what I can't tell about Mr. Sean. He is doing... He's doing the tour guide accent that's like deep and southern... And that's his like. Well, persona. he's doing New Orleans accent. He's doing Very a New Orleans accent, but then once he's found out or pushed at all, he reverts into a pretty heavy like East Asian accent. Yeah, I'd call it Indonesian. I think I was. I mean, I don't know, Mark. Uh, I, well, some, I mean, something. the point here. The point here yeah. is 
I don't think that the character, the, I don't think the actor himself has that accent. So he's the doing human? an accent to begin with. But then later on... I mean, he's Asian American. I just don't know anything about him. Clearly. But then, but then later on, he comes back out of that accent into a third character. And I don't yeah. know if that's just him breaking character at that point or if that's a a, a tertiary layer where as a defense (laughs) mechanism for don't blame me as the tour guide i'm an immigrant he is actually just a guy from detroit who is has an american accent other characters are making fun of his asian accent he calls him an entirely separate jackie tucker (laughs) i think i thought for a second like when he was Getting, we're getting really deep on this, but it it's is unpackable. It, yeah, yeah, it is. is I thought when he was getting unpacked. frustrated initially, and he kind of like spouted off for a second in, I don't know the language. It sounded like I, Mandarin to me, but sure. I don't believe it was. Doesn't matter. I thought that that was genuine, right? So the fact that you're adding the wrinkle that that might not be I don't know how that exists Wait, what do you mean in genuine? line at like some point at some point later in the well, movie well like it was he wasn't just like it wasn't gibberish <laughs> like it was like he obviously speaks another language at some point later in the movie he just has a regular american accent and says he's from detroit so for yeah. him to revert into a heavy east asian accent what if he's just good at accents as a, i mean what what, what he do you then, then he though. then he as a character then i guess the character this would be one of the two uh, diverging paths that we talked about earlier, then he as a character is using the don't blame me, I'm an immigrant as the defense mechanism Which is before I just crashed our boat a and lot. everybody killed. That's a lot. Yes. There's I don't know, man. Going on. Because he speaks, yeah, he speaks like the southern thing, whatever he's doing, which isn't, it's not really like, it's it's yeah, I don't know. Weirdly, it's I would call that I would southern. call that accent like plantation owner. It's Yeah, <laughs> it's like generic southern, like not good. He does, he speaks another language, whatever it was. He speaks generic American. Can't, yeah, with no can't accent. Put a pin on it, on where it's from. Generic American. Those are the only three, right? Sure. But the way in which those unfold is confusing. Exactly. Well, look, here's um, a good transition yeah. into what the movie does wrong. I think a lot of it I'm goes- I'm comfortable going there. To the writing, yes. because- if Adam Green was trying to say anything about race and how people are perceived based on their race, he's not the man for that job. Yeah, I don't think that they were really trying to say that much about anything in this movie, dude. Yeah. I think that they were trying to make a fun slasher that was camp like campy and an homage to like old slashers because it was very practical and a labor of love. And it is a time capsule in the sense that this period of time, go back to my earlier point, is fucking aging so badly that yes. used to, that it, shit was funny to people. It, dude. To me, it felt like he worked backwards from the Jackie funny. Tucker joke. Yeah, which is might have been rough. It's aged very poorly, guys. Yeah. I something came to me in my dream last night. I have the perfect line: Jackie Tucker. Oh, how do we make a movie? Asian Americans say, do an accent and then have someone else yeah. do a weird half reference joke to the rush hour movies Look, man, and how Jackie Chan how do we how do we make this work we got to make this work those movies. okay let's brainstorm let's brainstorm let's write a whole movie around this <laughs> yeah we're just circling around how do, how do we work in how do we work in boobies it has i mean it's the same way that like it 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 felt to me like adam green was thinking to himself i sure am commenting on 
the porn industry or like how this works, but it's like, no, you're not. You you're think just so? being equally as exploitive as it is. You're yeah, not. Ex- funny so be- do you think that he thought he was commenting on it though? Yeah. Well, yes. When you make a, it, the thing that he did was he made a parody of slasher movies. Yeah. Slasher movies are inherently, but it was just a slasher movie as well. Both women and other races. Yeah. And in so doing, he was that. That. So yeah. is that a parody? Or well, it's like if you set out to make a bad movie, are you still of... a bad movie? It's that. It's that thought process. Yeah. Well, in this case, he, it yeah. is still racist and misogynist. I mean, yes, it is. No, it absolutely is. He successfully yeah. made a movie that is simultaneously of and lampooning of the slasher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Genre. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll put. We'll and put. the problem that. with that is that it's slasher that. genre hasn't aged too well. Has but there's it? there's plenty of ways. I mean, the new no. candy. There's plenty of ways to comment on the fact that previous slashers treat race very poorly and actually do something of value with that commentary. You almost said the new Candyman, didn't Sometimes. you? Sometimes. That is a movie that is setting out to make a point and to be higher, I haven't seen it, but to be higher concept than what this ever would have sure. been. Sure, and so, so, but then there's an argument to be made for then don't, I mean, th- then just, if unless you're going to say something interesting about the exploitation of women, don't just have women take their tops off for a whole shitload of time in this movie for no reason. Well, and that I would say it that's really hit. the thing that's evolved over the last few years, where yeah. it was like, before you could just be like, guys, we're just making a silly movie. Don't pay that much attention the to characters it. characters are racist. We're not, the we're not trying... Oh my God, let me finish my thought. We're not trying to do anything... Uh, we're not trying to make a stance here. Let us just have fun and be comedic. And that ha- that stance itself has become unacceptable in the last few years, which I think in its in and of itself is sort of interesting. I'm not sure that will age particularly well. Frankly, there might be like a little bit of a backswing on that pendulum. We'll see. But I, the interesting yeah. thing to me was that it's been, as I mentioned, it's been so long since Jack and I watched this. I don't remember being hit by this stuff that way when we watched it. I don't remember any of that shit. Me oh, no. neither. I remember I the used kills. To enjoy Girls Gone Wild, and that sucks. This is that era. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Is this is this is I'm not I am willing to go so far as to say this is aged exceptionally poorly. And there are things that in today like with what we know today that are objectively like, you know, wrong. Yes. But if you look at that period of time, I can totally see how this was made and exists. That right? period oh, totally. of time, of course, being nineteen fifty through twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, but like this from, brand of I it, mean, right? Like new metal and girls gone wild and like that aughts turn of the it's millennium. A weird bucket to put those two. I mean, that's exactly it starts with that. It starts with a Marilyn Marilyn, Marilyn Manson, Manson song yeah. with girls flashing their stuff. Like that's and what happens. Coming from you I mean, can, you can say Adam breasts. Green is Titties. a person who's evolving too, but he was a guy in his mid twenties, like during this era. Like it makes sense that it's, it's yeah, it feels growy and weird. Yeah. Like I just I, I think it is something that objectively does wrong. But I'm also having an interesting evolution with what I remember of the movie and what I'm experiencing now. So I'm putting it more in it ages poorly than like yeah. I mean, basting it. One of one of the interesting like footnotes of our childhood is I I often go back and remember how frequently we would just refer to things as gay. Always everything everything was we didn't like it gay. Oh that's so gay. I can't I the breaks that only was 15 a big minutes, deal. That's gay. Yeah. yeah. I it, it's it's I mean it was sucks. the vernacular at the time and it definitely it sucks. Exist now. Listener, we understand yeah. that part, but it is like it's weird that that was completely the vernacular at the time. Hundred percent, hundred percent accepted. Yeah. yeah, wasn't even really taken as derogatory. I mean, 
kind of inherently. I mean, it was, it was none, of so us, <clears throat> none of us intended to denigrate any homosexual person when we were saying it, but but it's like it's, it's, yeah, it's an inherently it's an inherently yes. homophobic thing to say, but also you'd say it all the time while also championing gay rights. It, it was like a weird look. It was a weird time. It was. A weird, I think Mistakes what you have made. to take from it is it was so pervasive that it had detached itself from its meaning. Yes, exactly. Which is fucking weird. And that's what this movie is kind of an is. example yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. So there is exploitation and homophobia and yeah. misogyny and all that stuff, but it is so it was so pervasive in 2007 yep. that it had detached itself from That's its where meaning. I am with it. And in its own weird way, served as a point to have humor it's still of it? what the movie does wrong <laughs> yes given, given mark yes the, in 2022 the, this is what the it's what the wrong. movie does the wrong. exploitation of women is on a different category from the other problematic language in the movie because he doesn't write any real female characters and most That's of true. the women just have their tops off throughout a lot of this movie for no reason yeah most he because tries three to write, and one of them is the protagonist and the other two are porn he stars. tries to write one <clears throat> yeah uh, I wouldn't say that really it's super successful. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that it's super successful. I right. mean, she does technically survive the film, but I, I'm she, not going to call I'm her not final. Sure she even does. really she have does. an arc, though. She, She's in she does. too? Yes. Okay. But she I know that because I not. I haven't seen it, but I looked. <laughs> She's well, in it. I mean, she might just be the like, ground body number one. No. Okay. She's in it. Flashback? No. Hmm. So did you watch Hatchet 2 then? You're saying all these things very confidently. I read about it okay so i just I, I don't to me it feels like the the use of some homophobic slurs doesn't feel quite the same as just having women be topless throughout a lot of this i i truly don't i i would couch them together as just we can do what we want because we're do, we're saying this in service of an inside joke that we have with all of society. And within the last few years, we've examined that inside joke and determined it not funny and let's stop making it. Well, fair enough. And either way, this isn't a fun or funny conversation. And certainly we're not the arbiters of any of it. No, but it is, it is an interesting, it's an interesting time capsule of a film in that way. Yes. Uh, Speaking of, the low point, literally the worst thing this movie does, is the interaction between the two porn starlets. My God. It sucks. They are both bad actors, and the script between them is poorly written. It's horrible. I mean, were you expe- what were you expecting out of them given the script, right? Yeah, I don't like, think... I'm I, not going to go as far as say, like, I'm not going to add insult to injury here. Like, this was a rough It would have been role. hard. Like, I can't... This is a rough role, bud. I can't even... Yes. Ima- I can't imagine what this would look like if acted... Like well, well like quote, what the fuck? Not, it might be more sad. Like you, maybe yeah, it possible. did land correctly. Yeah. Fuck. You get like Meryl Streep and Judy Dench. God damn it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to I act know, it man. properly, you have to play it like strung out on fucking meth, right? Well, and I, 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 I mean, <laughs> and probably <laughs> walk in with being. I, I feel like at that point, you as a character know what you as an actress, yeah, know what your character will say, and you say, "I'm gonna re- We're gonna redo this. We're not saying these words. Yeah. We're saying mm-hmm. words that are we're similar say the to thing that. that. Yeah, totally. we're gonna get to the same place, but it's gonna sound more organic. I'm, this is stupid. But Mark, totally. I fully agree with you. It is rough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many things, so many exchanges between them that are just. A horrible. Yep. <laughs> well, and there's a lot of the writing that, like, I've come around. It is funny, but there's a lot of the lines that fall really flat. Like, why are oh, men yes. such slime? Like, oh, there's a lot yes. of it, that, and then just hang there. 
Yeah, that they're like pause for laughter and then crickets. Yeah, there's a lot of that too. Although you know what is a very good joke? The thing I introduced you, Mark, with that one of those two actors, uh, one of the two porn stars, has Dawson's Creek theme song as her ringtone. That is great. And uh, there's a depends on how much whiskey I drink tonight, but there's a non-zero chance that ends up as my ringtone tomorrow morning. Man, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Also, like phones, man. I still have. Yeah, the, look at that the, thing. Like, generic Nokia. That, that just Nokia. Thing. The Nokia. I'm pretty brick. sure I had that exact phone. Actually, yeah. it Everyone wasn't a Nokia. Did, it feels like. Yeah, it, but it was the free. It was the free phone that you got when you were on the family it's, plan, and you're the youngest kid in your family. It's it's a weird thing to look back at because simultaneously, when we were in high school, to now doesn't feel like a long time, and it obviously has been. And yeah, when you look at a piece of technology years? like that it feels really rough very when quickly. I, when I started high school, I had that classic Nokia, which was my dad's work cell phone and then my sister's cell phone okay. through Hall of High School. She's three years older than me. Yeah. And then it was my cell phone. So it had gone through five, six years of usage. Yep. And then I upgraded junior year to what is basically, I think, the same cell phone in this. And it was a massive upgrade that the screen had color. Mark, yeah, I got my <laughs> yeah, first high cell school. phone in eleventh grade. I shared it with my mom, where she would get it half the week, and I would get oh, it half God. the week. Uh-huh. And my <laughs> yelled at me. I'll have to bleep that out. Bleep yelled that at me a lot out. because she, I asked her out, and she called the phone, and my mom answered, and she was upset that I didn't have my own cell phone. Well, <laughs> how'd that work out? <laughs> Poorly. <laughs> For whom? I had my own phone, obviously. If you want the ladies, Jack. <laughs> it was color. I remember very vividly that I was the promise of these phone, these new phones, this new technology at that point in time was like, you can stream video. And I remember like during break, you could stream like a you could stream like a three second during gift. break one day. I was like, I can stream fucking video. Every so I, pu- I tried frame of a nine I tried to pull gift. up SportsCenter and <laughs> by damned it pulled up and I had like a frame every 10 seconds. <laughs> the audio was fine. So I could like listen to SportsCenter and I was blown away by that. I was like, I don't even care if I can say you were thrilled. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember how fucking cool the game was. All the games that were like preloaded on this on the things. Were. Oh, I don't remember that part. Oh, so I, I, I mean, I had Snake, snake for I had sure. Snake, snake on the Nokia the from those Nokia bricks. Well, snake snake has been around but forever. Then, this isn't but then, new. But then once you got like the newer color ones that are super cool, uh, you could do like the Brick Breaker, Breakout, whatever that game was called, yeah. with like the sliding paddle along the bottom. I feel uh, like you're just describing like Tetris. Like, hey, Mark, Tetris. Blow the whistle. Well, okay, yeah, you honestly on. should, man. I thought that was a pretty fun conversation. We're talking about our phones from 20 years ago. This is this is the well, content it was that super fun, but we're also an hour and 20 minutes in. Then there. Oh yeah, we gotta go. We're also doing a pat cast after no, this. And I have a dinner to go loose. to. <laughs> Asshole. I've said most. I, now I'm just realizing. I've I like said how Jackson like, blow the whistle. The okay, this is the nitpick that I had escalated into what the movie does wrong. So I'm going yeah. back to what the movie does wrong. He doesn't use a fucking hatchet. He uses an axe. But his dad used a hatchet to kill him. I don't think there's a hatchet in this movie. You think that the handle? All of too these long? are. How are axes? you defining it? This did lead me down a rabbit hole of trying to figure out what the difference is between a hatchet and an axe is. Size, right? Usually, thirty inches is the dividing line. Yeah. Yeah, a hand axe and a and a hatchet are basically the same thing, but an axe would have a longer 
uh, angle into the into the cutting bit, whereas a hatchet would be basically straight and then have like a more of a hard angle in. So you chop smaller pieces of wood with a hatchet, but you can really cut shit down but, with an axe. But he uses an axe throughout this entire movie. But, I don't think there was a hatchet on set throughout the entire movie. This movie should be called Axe, not Hatchet. What's a better name? <clears throat> hatchet. Yep. That's yeah. why. I mean, Victor Paulson. Crowley's a better name. I don't know why this movie isn't fucking called Victor Crowley. Yeah, they took well, the to, it took movie to movie four for that shit. Yeah. Was it should have been... Yeah, the fourth movie's called 2017 is called Victor Crowley. Yeah. 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 Well, they finally got there. We, we did it. It's fine. I Which, think Hatchet's a fine name. I don't give a have fuck. Have you seen any indication... I haven't seen any indication there yeah. is this connection, but it seems weird to me that it is totally unrelated to Mr. Crowley, who, which I know was named for Alistair Crowley. Yeah. But... I mean... So why wait? So why are you? Yeah, wait. We just went on. Is a there whole... any confirmation? Has Adam Green ever said I because of our, our Mr. Crowley? Alistair I am Crowley? sure that the name Crowley was related to the fact that Alistair yeah. Crowley was dealing in the occult. Do you okay. think that Adam Green just thought that that was a traditional name for someone who lived on the Bayou? I mean, maybe. The, it's I, not, I think not. he was like Crowley. It is not Crowley is a generally <laughs> known or, name in horror, and I'm gonna throw the name Victor on him. Done. Victor Crowley is a good iconic. Name. Yeah, it's a like really good name. Good name. He actually is kind of an iconic slasher villain at this point. It's great. Yeah. Not up there with the legends. He's like not a Rushmore level, but good. When not even second Rushmore he level. First Maybe goes third. To Tony Todd's third. tour company. Maybe he third. says, "I've heard he does tours." The guy, his friend, says it's closed, and he says it can't be closed. Why? Like, of course it can be closed. They're a business. They can be closed. Jack, because he won't accept it. It's the middle of Mardi Gras. You think they aren't going to modify their hours? And by the way, his whole character bugs me. He's like so pissed off to be hanging out, doing whatever the fuck they want in New Orleans. Like, I'm sad. This is like the whole vibe at that point in time, man. He's been broken up. Every movie, some dude has been broken up with, and it's about him finding his way. That that was that era. Maybe don't want to do the strip clubs with your friends but it doesn't mean you have to get upset that a ghost tour is closed isn't that what wasn't that like the whole concept of like the road trip movies too it's, it's kind of like, like heartbroken having, dude it's kind of like having a friend that just gets upset about no matter what happens i, I <laughs> jack i don't know if you can identify with that uh, i you certainly know, mark, can i think if you uh <laughs> if, you, if you get I can, if you get me in the the zone i could probably yeah get if we get in the somehow. right headspace then we could talk about having a friend that just is always upset about something and I wish I I wish that was more identifiable. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that guy. No, what what Jack and I are saying is we don't specifically. Oh no, specifically we don't. Jack and I don't know it. that guy, but oh. we wish that there was someone in our life who got upset arbitrarily about literally every small detail. That I they think could you'll find. find that you know someone. Well, I'll search my soul and see what happens. It's okay, Mark. Is it me? Am I the one that? If oh, you okay. don't know him, means it's you. Shucks. <laughs> the thing is, I know him. Of course you know. <laughs> Dude, it's I checked out of the tree fort chat that... for the first time in months, and the only thing it said, Jake, was you going, oh, God, there's so much shit Sunday. It's an abject disaster. <laughs> I'm just yelling into the fucking void. The average, the average number of text messages I receive from Jake between text messages that just say I'm spiraling, maybe eight. Eight. Yeah. I think it's a good ad. It's about eight. eight. You have to do a half. Like, it's an over-under situation at all, po- at all times, right? So it's like 8.5. So congratulations! Benefit You're the one who's going to get upset about there not being a, a ghost tour on the body. That's fine. Yeah. Was okay. there a joke? You, I hold missed? on. Do you do you do you hate that character trait? Hmm? 
Hmm? I wasn't the one who brought this up. I think Jack hates Do you that hate that character trait, trait? Jack? I didn't like the way it was does. portrayed oh, in this the movie. Oh, my God, I don't hate that oh, trait. Oh, my God. I'm spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unraveling. <laughs> it's fine. Um, we're past it. Did I miss a joke in the Janie's Got a Gun no, reference? No, dude. No, you didn't miss saying, a joke. Here's a song he I've just, heard of? He just had to weave in some Aerosmith. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's great. It's lovely. It's everyone, a love letter. It. It's, a, it's love a love letter. letter. Yep, yep. His sack Aerosmith. didn't need to be out to pee. That's all my nitpicks. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, I only had one. It was actually a neat pick, though. Um, I liked, I hate the fact that I'm doing a neat pick with one of the two, what do you call, what do you want to call them? I don't know. You have barely finished. One of the, one of the two women who were doing the Bayou Beavers P- thing. Porn, porn actors. They weren't. Uh, <sighs> porn, uh, the characters porn, are. Porn I know it sucks. I hate it. Um, also, it's not meltdown. a bad thing to be a porn actor. It's a bad thing to be per- this kind of porn actor. It's also bad. I mean, porn? I, I don't know. Porn's, dude. porn's women. Heart goes out sometimes. Uh, <laughs> porn's women. <laughs> Good. That's perfect. I don't want to have this conversation anymore. You asked the, the meltdown that she has about how she couldn't get into NYU, so she went to Hofstra. Is pretty damn funny. That is a hilarious funny that's because funny. that is Adam Green's story. He went to Hofstra, <laughs> no, so he wrote that into joke. her character. That's really damn funny. Yeah. See, this is a funny. That's a funny. Yeah, movie. that is funny. You're right. I should have. I should have mentioned that earlier. I should have escalated to what it does right. I yeah. I do remember that line, and I also I was laughing for a lot of this movie. Yeah. yeah uh, hey, speaking of genres, and this is I think the nitpick that we're gonna go out on before we go to ratings. Oh, 100 percent. This is credited as a comedy. Sure, check. Horror. Sure, check. Thriller. What? I, I think that they just don't have slasher in Imdba. You, but that's because all of the slashers just go under horror. What at what part of this is? Th- I, look, I continue to be fascinated by what IMDb maybe the slash gore, the rest maybe of a the certain world amount of gore thinks is, is thriller. Gore, I don't know. Everything, that's not what everything's is. thriller. Is there an exciting thriller? Scene or it's thriller, thriller sucks. Fuck it. Thriller, thriller sucks. Thriller is like like bone. What's the the bone collector or uh, any of any mean, like the collector? No, 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 not The Collector. The Bone that's collector? a different movie that's also awesome. The Bone Collector is a uh, sort of like Seven. Seven would be a thriller. It's like a whodunit style like detective uh, murder mystery. That's a thriller. This is not a thriller. No, this Why is not a thriller in any way, Mark. thriller on all right. this random I bullshit. I also don't know how, like, I don't know by what mechanism IMDb does, selects those does genres. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we need to figure that out and start gaming the system because we have to. We have some things to fix. <laughs> Anything else, or should we go to ratings? Oh, ratings. God, no. Ratings. Mr. We, over at ADC Horror, use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think about Alan, who read how tigers feel about cinnamon. Why are you peppering the steak? You don't know if tigers like pepper. Tigers love pepper. They hate cinnamon. And for 10, think about Heather Morgan, who read how many things she is. I'm many things. A rapper, an economist, a journalist, a writer, a CEO, and a dirty, 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 dirty hoe. Story is the first category to rate these movies. Jake, this was your pick. Rate the thing for story. I'm curious if you guys are going to, like, berate me for this. I gave this a four. Pause for beratement. No? Okay, cool. Uh, Simple story. I don't dislike it that much from a high-level perspective, though. Like, a group going out into the bayou to be fucked with by... A slasher villain is a good concept. I 
I think that this fits right in. I like the introduction of the bayou and the whole swamp element into this with a tour group that's out there on one of those boats. It's already kind of a foreboding atmosphere. You have the gator at the start of the movie. I do like all of that. That said, it is super simple, so it's hard to go high. Yeah. Below average, but not by a lot. I, I give it a five. I was pretty much right down the middle here because on the one hand, like a lot of the individual writing of like scene to scene writing and dialogue is very poor, but a lot of the writing a movie structured like this with so many nods to classic horror is like very cool and good. So it, for me, it's right down the middle. It's a five. Uh, Mark, how about you? I gave it a five and a half. So Jack and cool. I are basically in lockstep. Jake, you hated this. Story, Apparently so no bravement though. Um, I mean, whatever. We're all in the same boat. You're being berated now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm too you, low. You God asshole. Damn it. I'm going to be berated uh, for being too low the whole time. That's what's going to happen. I'm about to say a phrase that I think I'm going to say for all five of these. Meh, probably four of the five categories. I don't know how to rate B-horror movies. Okay. This, is, this is an objectively bad story, but it doesn't get in the way of anything. So sure. here we go. Yeah. Five and a half. Seems good. Fine. Average. Yep, I like how the lower concept Look, stuff is most, more difficult. Most of the yeah, it is most of the credit <laughs> he's getting right is is for this isn't referencing all the other horror stuff. Okay, fine. And that goes in writing. Uh, world building and immersion is second category. Jake, what is your world building and immersion score? I gave this a four as well. Uh, the world is New Orleans and a swamp. Those are two things that exist. The immersion is it's not super immersive. Other than that. Uh, when Victor Crowley is on screen, you know that there's going to be some rad kill with a f- pretty good special effects sort of situation happening, so that kind of keeps you involved. Yeah. But I'm not going to bump it too high because the enjoyment of that comes from a different category. Sure. I, w- I went for a three on this. I think he, he the world is fine. He went like eight. <laughs> he builds a world, but One. this is not an immersive movie for for me this is a movie where like i like a lot of the individual scenes i'm laughing sometimes but the like stuff that's going on for the most part is either problematic and hard to watch or just boring or just not a whole lot going on like the there are good scenes but it's not much for me and the world building they do doesn't save anything so it's a three for me mark okay um i gave it a six and i'm kind of regretting it i don't hate that though uh but Explain Again, it. Explain well, why. So, so let me start by saying I don't, I don't know it. how to rate B horror movies. <laughs> Every <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It is a. I found this to be a fundamentally enjoyable watch. I think that's why you picked it. It is a fun romp. Every time Victor Crowley's on screen, you expect an insane gore fest to happen, or at least some type of creative dismemberment. There's at least. good interactions yeah. between most of the characters. And as you stated so eloquently, the world building is New Orleans and the swamp, and both of those things exist. Yes. So, <laughs> on balance, slightly. It above is average. of the they world. Sure, we do live exist. In. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That's gonna take us into scare factor. Jake, what's your scare factor score? I gave it a two and a half for gore. Jack, it's really? not a scary movie. Yeah, no, but it is quite gory. <laughs> I gave it a three. Uh, the gore okay. is more fun than anything. There's only one real jump scare. There's no anything. I didn't want to go as low as a two because the gore is pretty good, but it's uh, it's not it's not playing it for scary. No, God, this is gory. Fun. Oh my God, you yeah. should be scared at how scary the gore is. It's yeah. splat stick. Yeah. So a three for me, Mark. It's interesting. I hear what you're saying, and, and you I, hate it. I gave it a five and a half. Good and God. I man. don't know how to rate. <laughs> <laughs> it's playing it for fun, bud. 
Yeah, but also I could see this. I could see watching this with someone there uninitiated. You this who, is your test that you've done before. Yeah. What would your mom think if she was watching this? She would be scared by a few of these. Okay. Certainly. There's alligators, too. We haven't even touched on the alligators. That's scary. You almost you bit never his sack. His, you never see an alligator. She almost bit his sack. You see an alligator. You do see an alligator. It's like... <laughs> It's, it's cut in from like a random other thing that they very clearly shot in like Everglades National Park and then applied a yeah you, and then they applied a night filter to it. Yeah, but you see an alligator or possibly a crocodile. that exists in the world too. I still at the at the young age of thirty three, I still don't understand the difference between an alligator or a crocodile, other than one of them has a slightly different shaped nose. You you don't want me to explain it to you, Mark. So let's move on. Correct. That is correct. To effects That's or the judicious lack thereof, Jake. This is where I went big time. Uh, I gave it a whole heaping score of seven and a half. Okay, okay. Let's berate Jake. Berate, Woo! berate. <clears throat> oh, that's fine. I it, look. Stuff in this movie looks homemade, but when you have a labor of love, I am going to credit you for the amount of effort that you put in okay there is a certain element of fun that exists in this genre and i think this is a really good example of what you can get out of that so i felt a little bad for giving it that high of a score because when you objectively look at each of these different kills which is what this movie is really about going from kill to kill none of them look like they should be a high score really to me but it's still so fun and so organic and so homemade that I just can't help but smile and think about how much fun they had. So I'm giving it a high score, high-ish score. I don't have That's much to say score. about the sound. Seven and a half is a very respectable effect score. Yeah, I give it a it, six. Upper quartile. Yeah, I guess. It Top feels like a high score quartile. to be in the, high, in the in the upper quartile for what I saw. The uppest of quartiles. Uppest. I gave it a Jack six. Jack gave it a six. Yeah. I mean, they they do a lot with the gore, and they have a ton of fun with it, and they use that gore goofily and effectively to, like, get the... In, goofily. Goofily. To get the effect they want out of it, which is, like, you have fun watching these kills and the blood splattering around and all that stuff going on, and, like, the weird Dutch angle kills with the chainsaw coming up from a different angle and blood going a whole third angle. That's all really fun and cool. Uh... They don't Jack likes angles, is what we're getting. So many, so many angles. Well, I like the combination totally of the angles, practical much effects angle. with the cinematography here. Like, I think that, that often goes by the wayside in practical effects stuff, and he does a good job with that here. But they're not doing a ton beyond that. And, I mean, I, I think I, it's, there probably is a cap to how much, like, goofy, fun gore you can, how high yeah. that can be. Yeah. So, six yeah. for me. Mark. Yeah. Yeah, I gave it a six and a half. I'm smack dab in the middle of you two. Right. And uh, the only thing we haven't said yet is that this movie is only available in standard def. Huh. And I feel like that's a problem. That, it that sucks. Is it? We, we didn't talk about it. It sucks to watch. <laughs> I was When I started watching this, I was almost like, fuck, I wish I could watch this in four by three. I thought my internet was bad. I thought it just wasn't loading like the right version because my internet it's, was sucking. It's simulating what it was like to watch these on DSL back in the day. Uh, a one megabit time connection. capsule of a film. Time capsule. <laughs> um, and that's really the only thing that was left to say in effect. So whatever, we circled the wagons. We're past. Yay! It. Overall, it Jake. General, I guess. Five. <laughs> Just below average for me. Uh, there's a lot of fun here. I like the dedication to having fun. Uh, aged so fucking poorly. There you go. I don't feel like this aged all that much po- more poorly than 
Okay, whatever. Mark, it aged pretty poorly, dude. Four. Fine. I agree with Jake. This movie aged very poorly. It's also not that great to begin with. Like, it is a fun love letter and homage to the genre. It's it, not trying to do anything more. It's really. nothing beyond. Yeah. yeah, it's got nothing yeah, yeah. beyond. Like, the only yeah. thing this is is an homage to horror and a love letter to horror. And I'm okay with that. For I, the me record. too. It's good, but that's all it is. It's a four. There's a cap and it aged poorly. Yes. Exactly. We're in agreement here. We're four. sympathetic. Mark. Guys, you, you're not getting it. The joke is that porn sucks. <laughs> I gave it a Mark, five. Oh, now Mark. that you mention that, you gave it the same score. Yeah. Mark, huh. the guy singing the song, he's a stupid northerner making fun of racist <laughs> southerners without understanding that he's being just as racist. That's why he's an idiot for saying the N-word, even though I am singing it for six songs. Yeah, It's performative. Exactly. <laughs> it's a five, whatever. Slightly worse than average. I don't know how to rate B-Horror. Oh, you forgot <laughs> about Which like category weren't category. you going to say that for? Yeah. Why were you confused effects. between four and Effects, effects yeah, was yeah, a separate yeah. thing. Yeah. I didn't bring it up in effects. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know exactly how to rate B-Horror in effects. Yes. That makes sense. To who I, the hell would you recommend this? People who like horror movies and to whom I wouldn't recommend this to, people who don't like horror movies at all. Yeah, for sure. This is a, if you're deep in the horror genre and you want another one in there, and if you're especially yeah. interested in Adam Green's whole deal, this is a cool movie to watch. If you're doing a uh, doctor, if you're majoring it, if you're getting your master's in sociology and you're doing your uh, your your thesis on early aughts to like 2010s uh, general understanding of what pop culture was and the accepted colloquialisms and vernacular of the time, this one might be a good watch. You know, this might be an interesting <laughs> to, to truly understand what a society was. You should watch the things that were trying to satirize it. And this was very clearly trying to satirize it. And in so doing aged, more poorly than the era itself. Look, if if you're deep on horror, you will find a lot. Yeah. You'll, and I saw way more references the, the second time I watched this than the first time to like yeah. a lot of really cool horror stuff. That's all very fun. Yeah. I think it's more of a deep cut watch. Yeah. Like watch a lot of other stuff first, but then you and probably problematic mid stuff doesn't get to you too bad. Also, then you can watch it. What are the adjacent <laughs> movies that we would recommend? So like Wrong Turn. Can't, would would definitely be one, but uh, that's a different kind eyes. of thing. That one's less self-referential. Yeah, but I'm, but if you like these, if you like these movies, you will also like have Tucker to. and Dale versus Evil. Sure, that's a good one. Yep, definitely that. That's honestly the best one I can think of. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's a couple. If you watch Tucker and Dale, which is a highly more accessible movie in my opinion, uh, and better, I mean, reasons. and better, all, all around better. Yeah, on every yeah. level. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But if you like that, I think you'll like this as well. I agree. Yeah. Whatever. If someone's still here, they fucking see the movie. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this has been episode two forty two of the A to Z Horrorcast. If you're still here hanging out with us and you like what we got going on, you know what to do at this point. Honestly, our links are down there in the description below. The biggest thing we can tell you is you might want to consider becoming a Patreon member. As always, all of those proceeds are going to Feeding America, so you can know your money's going to a good place while still getting some great perks for your trouble. Also, as always, music is coming at you from Super Bear. Their link's down there in the description below as well. And next week, we are continuing on on our voyage for this crop of horror movies. It's a pick that's coming at us, I will say jointly, from Jack and his lovely wife, Hannah. Yay. It is... Pre-venge. I've forgotten it. What is it? Prevenge. Forgot it in the not five seconds we've been off air. Prevenge. We're going to check that out roughly one week from today. We're doing pretty good so far, so I don't want to jinx it, but, you know, roughly one week from today. Yeah. Don't let me jinx it. 
roughly one week from today. Until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Cut Have a great May. week, week, one week from today. Everybody, bye. Yeah. Listener, if this is the first episode you're listening to, I'm the one with dumb nipples.